pressure continues to mount on the leadership of the Road Accident Fund uh, following calls for its CEO, Collins Letualo, and uh, the Road Accident Fund board members to resign. The call was made by various stakeholders within the legal fraternity after writing to government uh, seeking urgent intervention. Now, the group of lawyers highlighted in their letter what they described as a state of chaos and inefficacy in servicing the road accident claimants. A Black Lawyers Association uh, President uh, Bayete Maswazi had this to say when we spoke to him yesterday. It is a state of uh, chaos. Um, the the road accident fund has become ineffective in serving uh, road accident victims, and that has uh, tra- uh, frustrated the intermediaries in the form of lawyers and doctors that are working with the RAF to facilitate compensation to 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 the claimants. Um, claims are delayed. Um, the RAF uh, many years ago decided to defend every claim, even if it has got merits and they have no defense, they decided to defend it. Of late, they don't pitch up in court, and in many instances, the default judgment end up being taken, and they delay payments. Um, they were given a leeway to pay with, uh, within 180 days, but in many instances, they don't even comply with the order that allowed them to do that, which was a privilege given to them by the court because not every data uh, qualifies for that kind of privilege. And that points to the ineffectiveness at the level of governance as well as at the level of management of the fund. And uh, that conversation from yesterday, as you would remember, uh, that was the president of the Black Lawyers Association, uh, uh, that was advocate uh, Maswazi, Bayete Maswazi. So uh, for a response to this, and of course uh, to give us their uh, side of affairs, uh, we have on the line the CEO of the Road Accident Fund, Mr. Collins Litswalo. Mr. Litswalo, thanks for your time. Welcome to Update at Noon. Um, Mr. Litswalo, there have been so many complaints about uh, the Road Accident Fund and uh, the state of the entity. I mean, uh, we heard there from uh, the Black Lawyers Association, uh, they described uh, the state of uh, affairs at the Road Accident Fund as uh, chaotic and ineffective. And then we also saw SCOPA members who uh, paid a visit describing the state of the uh, Road Accidents Fund's Pretoria officers as shambolic and a car wreck. Now, how best would you, as the CEO, describe the state of affairs at the Road Accident Fund? Well, um, you know, um, it's a case of um, a situation where people perpetuate myths and they lie with the view that the lie will one day be the truth. However, facts by their very nature are very stubborn, and therefore they be... Uh, there for everyone to see who's prepared to listen to that. So let's start here. When we started at the Road Accident Fund, uh, these lawyers used to take away a quarter of the uh, funds collected from the fuel lazy. Out of the 42, $43 billion, they took $10.6 billion, uh, in legal fees. They then turn around and they say that uh, it is the Road Accident Fund that defended the matters that were not worth defending. But if you ask the question that we hired lawyers uh, that were on the defense panel, why were they defending matters they are not supposed to defend? They can't tell you because the reality is the maps that they brought in front of the 
road accident fund. They would bring what is known as empty claims, meaning claims with no information, all the information for the road accident fund to make an offer with a view that they will then issue someone, those summons should just be defended. And what would happen is that because just now these things were many at the time, and uh, our predecessors did not have the capacity to pre-assess them within 60 days. They, in terms of Section 24.5 of Act, they became uh, uh, what is called claims, uh, which, which are, are valid in all respects in law. Now, when you deal with something like that, then you, you, are, you, are, you are now forced to go to court because this thing is a claim. Whether it's fraudulent or not or anything, for as long as you have not objected to it in 60 days, you found that that is a claim. So that is the first part. So the reality is this. They have lost a lot of money. In the previous um, three years, the legal fraternity lost $20 billion, meaning they were paid $20 billion they are not supposed to be paid. Okay, they would have been paid $20 billion that's not supposed to be paid. In the last financial year, they lost about $8.2 billion, where we are saying we are not going to defend matters that are not worth defending. They are expected to defend every matter, even if that matter is not even litigation ready or trial ready. They want to take it to court. So um, in our new model, which they like, is the part where we have got what we call block settlement, where we set very long before we can actually go to court. And we have to about five years for for, for, for rough to play, to start to play. So I get that explanation from your point of view as it pertains to the legal fraternity. But what motivation would SCOPA have uh, to be as critical of the state of affairs at the Road Accident Fund as they have been? Well, you must go and ask them. I wouldn't answer for SCOPA. All I can tell you is that one is that when Scopa came, we we were not there because we told them that we had long uh, arranged plans. They went there, short period of time, and they wanted to be there. Unfortunately, I was out of the country. The management there was uh, supposed to do what we call block settlements. They were supposed to be there for two weeks. It was long planned. Scopa said to us they are going to go to the head office. They ended up at Main Lane where they... Uh, they found what they found, and they called it shambolic. We don't know what is shambolic about documents that are found in boxes. Those documents are in boxes as documents are supposed to be filed in that way. So we don't know what is shambolic. By the way, all we can tell South Africans is that let's wait, hang 10. Uh, we would have finalized our audit of our, our performance, uh, which uh, South Africans will have to apply their minds to and see whether any organization that is shambolic can ever achieve 90% of its targets. So we have achieved more than 90% of our target. We're still in for audit. Once it comes out of that, we will then come back to South Africans and report to them. So there is no shambolic thing at, 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 at us at all. So, so over the years, we have achieved the first year. We found uh, it was 57%. When we came in, we, it went to 78%, 84%. This year is more than 90%. So we don't know what people are talking about when they're talking about shambolic state of affairs at us. So did you bother to ask Scopa why they refer to what they found as shambolic? Well, they did not ask us, so I wouldn't answer to that. The, the issue is when someone arrives and says this is shambolic, the question must be asked to him and say, on what basis are you saying what you are saying? What we are saying is we have got predetermined objectives. We have achieved more than 90% of those predetermined objectives in the past financial year. And we have reduced legal fees from $10.6 billion to $2.4 billion. So for us, 
Uh, that is a very clear indication that the RAF is on the right course. It is actually turned around. So what you're saying, Mr. Litswalo, is that uh, those who conduct oversight mm. over the road accident fund mm. come to your offices, whichever office they may have landed at, they find a situation, they are critical of it, and your response to it is, well, that's not the case. Uh, because saying, you I'm saw what you, you saw. When you say something is some shambolic, you arrive at a determination that is objective. It's not a subjective matter. It's an objective fact. So it's, you go, you say, this was supposed to be like this, and it's not. And I'm saying, they must then tell you what was supposed to be in what way, and it was not. So for me... I'm saying I have got a predetermined objective that we set each and every year. It goes to Parliament through an APP, which is Annual Performance Plan, and that Annual Performance Plan will tell you what we are supposed to deliver on. The main focus of the road accident fund is to be paying compensation to road accident victims. Every year we have been paying more and more and more. So that's our mandate in terms of Section 3 of our Act. So if someone comes and says, well, I arrived here, I found someone, this and that and that, I do, I would not know what they're talking about. Because we look at objective facts, which is the APP. So what's the current liquidity position of the road accident fund? Well, the, the current liquidity position is much better than it has ever been in the past three years, in a sense that when we arrived, there was a thing called requested but not yet paid, meaning finance, uh, f- finalized things that were not being paid and they were sitting at $19 billion. In the past financial year, we managed to reduce that to less than $10 billion. That must tell you that our short-term debt is doing well. From a liquidity perspective, we've been paying, and this is why we went to the court to ask for this 180 days. It has helped us in a great deal to make sure that we pay everyone whose money is due. We did what is called the stratification of the liability, meaning we are paying the oldest debt first. And this story that um, uh, most of the matters are 180 uh, 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 days old are not being paid is not correct. Uh, it is. It is. It will be evidence. We are going to court again on the seventh of August to ask for that extension, and those, uh, that evidence is in front of the court under oath. By mm. the way, so there can't be anything that we are saying that is not uh, corroborated by effect. So all these guys are doing. They are trying to paint the picture. The legal fraternity is very uh, uh, um, critical of this because they have lost out because we are paying the money to the claimant. We have taken a lot away from them. We have given them to where it must go, which is the claimant. Medical aids have got their own issues as well. It is the very same thing. We have, taken, we have said to them, you can't claim where there's a prescribed minimum benefit that by law you are supposed to provide for, for your own member. So all these things that you are seeing is a, it's a culmination of frustrations that are coming out of us saying we are doing what the law expects us to do. As I'm saying now, all these complaints I'm having include the fact that all these matters are what is called left-handed, meaning they are all in front of the court. If mm. you see this memorandum that you are seeing now, they are all in front of the court. And as officers of the court, they must uh, uh, guard against uh, talking about matters that are left-handed, in which way we are, we, are, we are shocked because lawyers must know that you don't talk about matters that are sitting in front of judges, either waiting an outcome all matters that are adjudicated are still going to be argued mm. in front of the court. Speaking of matters in court, uh, I think it was uh, Justice Lehodi, um, mm. you know, uh, that particular judgment that actually uh, settled you and mm. uh, the fund itself uh, mm. with a cost order. Yes. So what is the latest in that regard? Well, we have appealed, we have won the, the, the lift to appeal, meaning 
the SCA has said they will listen to us. But what I want uh, people to wait for is the, uh, the, 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 the outcome of the meeting we have with Judge, uh, with, uh, Judge President Lohodi quite recently, as I think it was around, uh, around May, June this year. Uh, we will release that. We will release the discussion uh, because what he's saying there is not what is in that order in any event. So we are disagreeing with what he's saying there, and that's why we have appealed it. But all we are saying is that when he retired, he had a different view, and that view will be uh, documented very well in the uh, transcript of the meeting that we have had with him, who held with him, and the 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 the, 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 the DJP Patel um, at the time when Judge Lord was was to retire. So we are not worried about that because again, that's a distortion. People look at all these other things. People don't go and look at the SCA, all the other court orders that we have, that we won. Yesterday, we just won a, a case against a certain lawyer who was claiming that we are using, we are abusing issues and all that thing. We win these cases. When we win, no one talks about them. So mm. this SCA judgment, when they said that we've got leave to appeal, no one would actually uh, 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 say, well, this is what went in the side of the road accident fund. So why do you think everybody seems to be against you? Um, you know, the legal fraternity, SCOPA, uh, you know, individual. Why, why do you think people are against well, you well, and the board? I, I'll be shocked why, why SCOPA I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. I'll tell you about the legal fraternity. The, the SCOPA, I think there are other uh, areas of intergovernmental relations that we'll have to deal with those matters when we come to that. We have got our own complaints about SCOPA that we'll raise there. There is no issue with that. I don't think that I want to get into that. The legal fraternity has got a beef. Uh, if you listen to this morning, they were saying that, well, uh, the lawyer, if you look at that thing, they say the CEO must be a lawyer. Section 12.1b uh, will tell you why, what kind of a person must be. There is no way where there's a requirement for a lawyer. They are the ones that fought, uh, if you remember the road accident benefit scheme, it was the very same lawyers that are fighting. They are fighting for anything that is going to remove them away from the cookie jar at RAF. That's the first part. Secondly, uh, they, they, they play this. I, I want to say to South Africans, there is a case called Ketsaikele versus the Root Accident Fund that uh, Judge Bernersman's order of, uh, or judgment of the 8th of May 2015. South Africans must go and look at that. That judgment gives you a sense of what the issues around our draft were. They were busy siphoning money away from RAF. They were using this as some a cash car where they would get money without actually doing the work. They went to court, not defended matters, just to postpone matters so that they can earn more fees and more fees. We have stopped that at the road accident fund, and that's why I'm saying, for you, you must know that over the last three years, they have lost 20 billion that if it was in the previous model, they would have ended. And mm. of course, they must scream. But the issue is, there are no facts. When you listen to them, they're going to tell you all sorts of things. Minimum requirements, for instance, were uh, documented and they came in front of the thing, their the, 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 uh, the regulations. We, we consulted with them before we released them. Everything we do in change, they take to court. And now when they are beaten in court, they come out and write this kind of a memorandum. We are going to um, uh, respond to this memorandum with facts. But we are waiting for our outcome from an audit process so that when we do all those things, some of these things we can dispel with what is audited by the Hotel General.
just a quick one on the SIU. And um, they were investigating around 340 million rand in duplicate payments. Uh, what is the latest on that? Well, they are still investigating, but you must remember the very same thing. You don't ask these lawyers. We came, discovered one billion of duplicate payments. We have actually collected more than 700 million from these lawyers who were paid in duplicate because they were siphoning money away from the road accident fund. The question is, with the battlesman's judgment, what did they do when it was reported in 2015 already? Nothing. Now, when it comes to this issue of duplicate payments, they have done nothing. In fact, they go to the extent the LPC, which is the Legal Practice Council, uh, which is supposed to be a regulator of what these lawyers do, actually protects them. When we want to strike some of them off and ask for suspensions in court, they go and defend them and say that uh, the RAF must not do that. It's our work. Then it's three years down the line. They have done nothing. So the SIU has collected about 18 million of the 300 and something. We have ourselves already collected 700 million. The question is, what is the legal fraternity doing about it? Because it can't be ethical that people were doing what they were doing, abusing uh, the, the road accident fund, siphoning money away from that, and then also uh, mismanaging their trust fund. And nothing has happened to those 102 law firms, by the way. So they must answer those questions as well.